Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you for tuning into the Holderness Family Podcast. If you are listening to this as it's released, we are officially now in May-cember. Yeah, so if you don't know what May-cember is, it's just December, but it's in May because of all the stuff we have to do, but there's no presents. There's some recitals and pageants and stuff like they do in December, but not necessarily all the awesome uh, food and presents and Santa Claus. So it's all the insanity of December, but just in the middle of the year. And uh, so we, uh, I think... We we use the term Maycember, and then somewhere on the internet, they they are attributing saying that we coined the phrase. I don't know <laughs> if we did. I don't know where else we would have heard it. I think someone said it somewhere on the internet. Um, you, I, the first time I heard it was from you, but you had said that someone uh, yeah I don't used know the term Maycember. Anyway, if you Google it now. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're the first thing that comes up because we made a couple of songs about it. I had no idea that it was our holiday. It is our official. Con- it's a Holderness family holiday, guys. Congratulations, Jammies. Yeah. yeah, congratulations on coining Maycember. So uh, I think during this season of life, there's just a lot of stress during May because the traditional school calendar is winding down. Honestly, listing every single little thing makes my chest get tight. Um, but right now, this stage of life, Mike kids are in they have actual end of school year tests and stress and their actual final exams have an impact in which classes they place and for lola it's high school so everything's on the record it's really stressful seems like there's several elements to may sember kim Mm -hmm. there's there's that there's the kids and their stress of trying to get done and the older you get obviously the the more there is attached to that i think lola being her she's on the record with her gpa now Mm -hmm. it's like a way bigger deal for her uh, the other elements are just all of all of those, but even before grades matter, all of those kind of end of year activities, like mm-hmm. the picnics and the recitals and 
I remember there were these, we went to these wonderful dance concerts, but there would be yeah. like, there would be like 40 numbers and our kid would be in two of them and one would be at the very beginning and one would be at the very end. Yeah. So I have to say as a former dancer, I love a dance recital. Even if my, you know, my best friend Liz, her daughter dances and she'll send me links and you can watch it live. I mean, that's the blessing of COVID is now all these places are equipped with like live Zoom links. I will sit there and watch a dance recital of kids. I mean, I'll really? watch Maggie dance, but yeah, and Maggie and Abby dance, but then I, I'll sit there and watch. Yeah, I love it. But I, I am probably the rare one that will watch a dance recital. But I would say that teachers are the real heroes of Maysember because they have to deal with our kids and how grumpy they are right now. But then you forget teachers are actual people with their own lives and probably their own kids going through Maysember. So not only do they have to like deal with our mess, but then they have their own mess. So if you see a teacher, give them a hug. I feel like we need to do something for our teachers besides like the Starbucks gift card. We need to do something for them. I feel like you do a great job of showing your appreciation, particularly if you, if you, if you like the teacher. If uh, you guys have good ideas about what we should do for teachers, let me know. Yeah. So this week I just needed a little pick me up. I was needing some wise words and I was talking to a friend and she had the best advice for me at this crazy time. She said, in 20 years, you'll wish to be in this space with these problems and this chaos and this body. So try to find the beauty of it. And it just hit me. It just knocked the wind out of me. I was like, you are 1000% right. Although in 20 years, I do hope we're on a beach somewhere. Yeah. And also that's roughly the age that Helen Mirren was in her bikini photo. Yeah. So uh, maybe about um, 66, I think, was when she took that picture. And that's how old you're going to be then. So 67. maybe that body is what I want to be in. I'm just saying that was the crazy picture. She's a witch <laughs> of so some sort. That is Penn's like, yeah, that's I, I love that I that's, she's on your exempt list. Uh, well, she was like 10 years ago. I'll be honest. I haven't like checked her out, but I'm sure she's still a dime. And, and she's yeah. keeping it toy. Yeah. But I got the sentiment that in 20 years, our kids are going to be out on their own and may not be near us and the fact that they're in the house and stressed about exams i'm gonna i'm gonna wish for a time when i can just make them dinner so easily and have everybody around the table and i just want to clarify this you're saying that in 20 years you're going to miss maysember i probably you know i that's fine think about 10 years ago Mm -hmm. so our kids were Six and three. Six and three. And uh, we were about to make Christmas jammies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were about to make Christmas jammies. (laughs) The the chaos of that time and the you quitting your job. We didn't have enough money. uh, We had no money. And it was just such a leap of faith. Don't you look back on that with such. It's kind of I can. With fondness or. Oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think if you'd said 12 or 13 years ago, I would have been I would have no. been totally agreeing. No, I would have been being agreeing with you. I think like even when they were babies and when we went to their crazy little dance recitals and, you know, when we went to the principal's office to talk about stuff, it was like, oh, they smeared mud on their butts or something like and we were like, oh, that's that's what children do. It was pretty innocent. Exactly 10 years ago for me was some of the darkest years uh, of my life Mm. because that was when my kids, when my daughter specifically started going to grade school and I was working like the evening shift at a TV station and I Mm -hmm. didn't see her. Yeah. I didn't see my daughter. So exactly 10 years ago, but fast forward a few months and you quit 
Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Nine or eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That was, so even though money was still super duper tight and we were so stressed about every little thing, you sort of romanticize it. So I think I will 20 Mm -hmm. years from now, you and I are going to be, let's vision board it. We're going to be on a beach. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with a mocktail because we won't really be drinking because we care about our health. Yeah. We're going to have found some way to just graft water bottles onto our body. Yes. And just, just yeah. like a like a camel. Yeah, and just, camel back, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> but a literal hump on our back that carries uh, water, I feel like in 20 years, that's going to be us. Yeah. Anyway, that piece of advice really set me straight for the day. So I went to Instagram and I said, Hey guys, tell me the best piece of advice you've ever received. And I shared some of those on Instagram, but we got so many nuggets of wisdom. So if you're in the season right now where you just need, you know, just some good advice from a friend, we can be your friends right now. And we're going to give other friends really good advice. And these were specifically just from people who follow our Instagram page who just wrote you right back. Yeah. There are so many of these. And there were hundreds. And uh, I I put them into some categories. And if you find these helpful, well, good. I hope hope they help you today. These are in the general motivation category. Okay. Motion before motivation. If you wait until you're motivated, you will never move. Yeah, you've you've actually incorporated that into anxiety, depression, all these other like mental health issues. You've Mm -hmm. used that as a mantra before. I've heard you say it before. Yeah. I always say, if you wait till you're ready, you'll never be ready. That's actually what they said to me on the Mm -hmm. um, bungee jump when we were in Switzerland on the amazing race and the very nice man who had put the harnesses on me and I'd lost the ability to form actual words. But all he said to me was, if you wait till you're ready, you'll never go. You just have to do it. And since then, I've sort of incorporated that. And yeah, but today specifically, I was sitting in the parking lot of the gym because it was raining (laughs) and I didn't want to come in. I almost had to come out and get you. I know. It's so funny. You were on your way out to get me. And it's so funny that you knew I was out there. But I read that. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go. And it worked. Well, I will say not just on The Amazing Race, but you have said this before, just when you have like that, you know, you have a feeling. Mm Mm-hmm. It could be the worries. It could be a little bit of a little bit of depression soaking in, like yeah. maybe when you uh, when you were struggling with PPD, uh, where you said like the only way I got out of it was by just doing something simple and by getting up and moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could understand why that that works for you. It works for me too. I mean, yeah. just, I, if I sit around for too long, I just become grumpy. Yeah, you don't. I feel like you don't struggle with getting up and getting going in the way that most people do. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. The next one. Do you want to read this one? Sure. Yeah. Um, are, are we staying on motivation? Yeah. Oh, this is good. Uh, your body is your oldest ally. Treat her as such. Or him. My body could be a female and yeah. I could still stay a male. Your body is a wonderland. Yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, right? Like it's, it did so much for you. Yeah. It healed so well. I think you treat it like you do your parents. Yeah, you know, take like care w- of them. When you're a kid, like your body just kind of like picked you up. Who cares? <laughs> It, well, it just, it helped you, right? It like reared you up and it was, the rest of you wasn't working out too well, but you had a body and now it's kind of getting a little old and grumpy and you got to <laughs> just kind of be patient with it and make sure that you <laughs> so take care saying- of it. And, you know, because it took care of you when you were a kid, Aww. it's turned into your parents. It's turned into your parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, sometimes I get, I'll admit that I'll look into the mirror sometimes and 
items have shifted during flight. And, you know, there's a little bit of a belly that was never there. Or there's just, it's, things are a little softer than they used to be. And I have to say, but damn girl, you, you grew humans and you, you gained 50 pounds to do so. And you did all, like, it did all these things. And my body bungee jumped and my body has recovered from illness and surgery. So yeah, I had to remind myself though, not to punish myself. It's a good one. Okay. You want to do the next one? You can do it. Okay. This may be a bad day, but I have a 100% record of getting through bad days. Yeah. You're undefeated. Yeah. And so like, if you are alive right now, and if you're hearing this right now, you have made it through every bad day in your past. That might be the most optimistic thing anyone's ever said. Be- it, it didn't really click for me at first. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it did immediately for me. I was like, oh, yeah. Like there is, I am, I just as someone who likes to have, be undefeated yeah. in things. You're competitive. Oh, yeah. So every, like a competitive person reads that and is like, yep. Yeah. I'm so the best. Think of your very worst day. We all have those really awful, terrible days, mm-hmm. but you made it through it and you can do it again. That That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. That's a, it's the kind of thing you need to say, like right in the middle of the bad day. Yeah. Right. Should we move on? Kim, by the way, you like categorize these things. This is like, this is good stuff. Yeah. And I so, mean, people spent so much time sending them in. I wanted to give them the proper... Yeah. More on this after these words. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. 
this one I want to talk about. This is this is gratitude, and look, we preach gratitude and discipline to our children. We preach it to ourselves. Like gratitude is so incredibly important. We've had guests on about it, and so I love gratitude, but I struggle with it, and I think I, I'm going to struggle with this one. You get to grocery shop, you get to make dinner, you get to exercise. You don't have to. I mean, there are some things that suck, right? Here's what I like about this. Yeah. And the, why this one spoke to me is that there was a time in my life, and I know for you too, that in my first job out of college, I had to put groceries on a credit card. Yes. So the fact that I get to go to a grocery store and I don't have to go into debt to feed my family, I think is a privilege. And I need to reframe it because I, although I love to eat and cook, I struggle with the act of meal planning and grocery shopping. So I think I'm going to effort to reframe that I get to do this. I have always had a good, ex like a good exercise mentality because my beautiful, sweet, wonderful aunt Ellen, she lived her life in a wheelchair after being diagnosed with polio when she was about a year old. And she always, you know, one of my cousins at one point in time said, you know, he liked the school he was going to, but there were so many stairs. And she said, well, I'd do anything to go up some stairs. And so after that, that I take the it. stairs, I take the stairs everywhere. And every time, even this morning going to the gym, I'm like, there are so many people who don't get to go to the gym. So I just need to remind myself that the making dinner thing, getting to make dinner, but I get to make dinner for my family. Yes. Everybody gets to do that. So the reframe gratitude. That's true. Okay, well done. I'm not going to complain anymore. <laughs> you very rarely complain, so I'll give you... I don't, but I also don't make dinner that much. You don't. <laughs> I definitely don't grocery shop. I do exercise. I feel like uh, maybe I'll be more grateful for it if I do it more. You're going to. Okay, here we go. Well, I mean, yeah. Can I just push the button and have it come to my house? <laughs> it's a lot more expensive that way. <laughs> okay. Uh, growth isn't always a ladder. It can be more of a jungle gym. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading this for the first time. I guess what that means is that it just, it, oh, this is like what I tell the kids. Yes. It's all over the place. Yes. So I, I draw this thing for them every time they have trouble, um, at a tournament or they have a rough day shooting or Lola has a tough match and it basically looks like a sine curve that gradually moves its way up. Mm -hmm. It looks um, like a stock market sort of ticker that over time you improve, but, but on a day-to-day -day basis, it may, you may take a few steps back. Well, it's just, it's not linear. It's flat yeah. out not linear. And it, and that is, I think any sports psychologist you talk to will tell you the same thing. It's impossible. You have to like, you grow and then you have to get comfortable in that growth before you can take the next step. Yeah. Because it gets uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you sometimes you take a few steps back. Um, the next one, be where your feet are. That's all there is. I sort of loved that. And I like think nothing else really matters. Nothing else really matters besides yeah. where you are in this moment. I struggle with being present. There were a lot that were uh, people wrote in just, you know, being more present, uh, you know, take advantage of what's around you. And I struggle with that. So be where you f your feet are. I like that one. Mm -hmm. uh, surrender to the path that reveals itself. I, these people I know are probably quoting like, I wonder if this is this is like the Dalai Lama or someone. I, I, I wonder who right. actually is. We're not, by the way, we're not attributing these to anyone. We're definitely grateful for all of the yeah. advice. 
But that one speaks to me for sure. I don't know where my actual faith is as far as like what my, I don't always know exactly what my God looks like. And, but I do believe in, in a path. Yeah. And I, I do believe that that's part of some sort of spirit, maybe God that's leading you in a certain direction. And I do believe that it's 100% revealed. Yeah, I believe it. Happiness is a choice you make minute by minute. I feel as if you wake up penholderness and you are, at least you present as happy. You present that that's your natural set point. For me, I have to remind myself that happiness is a choice. And I have to remind myself, oh, that's right. Um, I'm supposed to exercise and I'm supposed to eat well. And I'm supposed to, and I'm supposed to, sometimes I'll just, I'll be in my, at my desk, like an idiot, just smiling because just the act of smiling makes it lifts my mood. I have to remind myself that happiness is a choice. So yeah, I have to choose to be unhappy. I do make you sit in the suck and just like, let's feel this for a second. Isn't that weird? Like I do, I've been, that was some advice that was given to me was to choose the uncomfortable, unhappy place more Uh, because I am of that type that I avoid discomfort, which I think for the most part is a good idea, but Mm -hmm. not always. So, yeah. Yeah. I know that's hard because yeah, there's a balance and I don't know if either one of us do it well. Can I ask you about this next one? Yes. Worry is a waste of imagination. I'll read it again. Worry is a waste of imagination. I can be really imaginative when I worry. I guess that's Me what they're saying. too. And that's why I wrote it down. Yeah. The things like... I my never thought in, of it that way, though. My intrusive thoughts are just kicking on, da- on the daily. And I can get real creative. But this person is so right. Whoever, yeah. whoever originally came up with this, whoever wrote this... Uh, worry is a waste of imagination. If I, if I could spend that time thinking of new characters or new, you know, new books to write, things like that. I mean, or just not imagining anything at all or just sitting on a beach right. with my mocktail. I will say, uh, that for me, historically my like probably most of my entire life. And I don't struggle with this as much as I used to, but my most vivid imagination was always uh, centered around jealousy. Really? Yeah. Like whether that was with a person who I had a relationship with or, uh, or a person who I envied their position in life or I, you know, rather than looking up to them and that for some reason, imagination always kicked in on that. Hmm. Just like you imagining them in different situations that I, I think, so, okay, with relationships, it's easy. You like right. imagine them having fun with someone else and then your brain just takes it to like wherever the next level would be, which is a horrible place to go. Right. And you can't stop your brain from doing it. And I definitely have had that before. Yeah. Uh, not so much anymore. But then with like someone whose life that I wish that I had or, um, or whose position that I wish that I had. Um, so envy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, but that to me, that's a huge waste. That's a giant waste of imagination. Like what good does that do anybody to sit and think about that? I, but what, what I love to daydream about what I love to travel. So I love to daydream and sort of internally vision board, but I don't think that's different. That's, that's not different. worry. Yeah. That's not worry. Yeah. You're that's good. the opposite of worry. Yep. Okay. In the relationship space, there's some good advice. 
This one was a good one. People can only love you in the way they know how to and in the capacity they have. I went to some therapy over this, <laughs> over some family members, and I needed something different. And the therapist says, you know, this person really only has X to provide and you need Y. And it's kind of not, you just have to get over it that they, they cannot physically give you Y. So just deal with it and move on. Was it about their capacity to love you? It was how I needed what what I needed from this person or people. And that just wasn't in their genetic makeup and it was really the moment I surrendered that I was like oh okay that's just not going to happen I'm just going to continue to be disappointed if I expect this so I thought that was good that is good and everyone does love in a different way yeah don't they like there's a whole book about it there's there's like the whole love language thing yeah what is so your love language penholderness is I'm I'm definitely still a physical touch person. Yeah. Um, the older and crustier you get, the less you get touched. So I'm like getting used to that whole thing. Uh, what? I can touch you? Just, you know what I mean? Like you don't have like the, the babies who are like right there oh. on you. And um, it's it's not just the relation. Like, you, you touch me plenty. Thanks. <laughs> keep, keep it up. <laughs> no, I'm not saying plenty. More. That's all I always use more. More, please. But, you know, when when you're younger. Well, you're you have, picking up babies or holding babies or yeah. snuggling with babies. Yeah. yeah that I was always really saying. nice for me. Um, but it's that one. I, I think there's probably some words of affirmation. I could care less about acts of service. Yeah. So that's where that's, it's, but that's yours. But that's, uh, and by yeah. the way, the therapy appointment was not about you, but oh I, you know, I, <laughs> I think, uh, but definitely, uh, the way, for example, my dad, he is such an acts of service guy. Yeah. He will come into town. I think the last time he was in town, he fixed like a thousand things in our house and he, he, they did all these projects and because I grew up in a house where acts of service were, that was love. Like that's how I now, I love it. Like Sam who works with us, she came to the house to do a shoot yesterday and she brought up the garbage bins yeah. and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's the nicest thing ever. And for her, it's nothing. This is like, that's how her brain works. But like, I'm such an acts of service girl. So it's just, but again, that doesn't really register. So even if I, if I took yep. your car and got the oil changed, you'd be like, okay, cool. Thumbs up. But it would have been better if I just gave you a hug and grabbed your butt. Yeah. <laughs> to be clear, I thought it was lovely what Sam did. Oh yeah. Um, And I acknowledge that as really good manners, yeah. but I didn't attach amorous feelings to it. No, it wasn't amorous. I know I'm joking, but yeah. I didn't, I didn't attach like, I, you're right. It probably had a different emotional effect for me, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, this next one we're, we're not going to take long on because we've talked about this 40 times in this I podcast. I think we wrote about it in our book. Yeah. Go to bed angry. Life is always better after a good sleep. Yes. Yeah. Also, guys, you fight better after a good sleep. You yep. can't fight when you're angry. It's You're not going to go anywhere. Tired. You can't fight when you're, you're tired. What did I say? Angry. You can fight when you're angry. <laughs> Super fight. I fight roll. You can well. fight really. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You can't fight when you're tired. Your body seizes up. Your like your adrenaline takes over and it, that mixed with exhaustion, you end up not even being able to speak the way that you want to. Yeah. And so you have to, you have to get away from that. Take a deep breath, go to sleep, wake up, talk about it the next morning. We do it all the time mm-hmm. and it works. This is a good one. Don't ever talk badly about your kids or spouse. I think this is a good one because some if you start complaining about your partner to people, 
then your friends like all get mad at him. But then you always make up and then you've kind of poisoned the well there. So I thought that was a good one. This next one, my mother says all the time, and I've always laughed when she says it. She's, do you want to prove you're right or do you want peace? As an Enneagram one, <laughs> being right does give me peace. So I struggle with this. Right. But I think it for a lot of people, it makes sense. But Ooh, I, I yeah. just want to be right. We are on different sides of the fence here. Yes. Right. I, this isn't advice. This is like a question to... Is it supposed to be rhetorical? No, but do you want right? to? Yeah, it, it, it's basically saying. You want to be right and that gives you peace, which is yes, wrong. But but I think <laughs> in a relationship, my, my mother phrases it differently. Like in a relationship, she says in a relationship, you can be right or you can have peace. And so I'm like, no, I could be right and be peaceful. And she's like, no, Kimberly, <laughs> just let it go. So I struggle with that one, but it's a good one. I being married to you, I am going to go on the peace side because I agree that you um, are, you are the one for me. And I, I told you this yesterday. I still don't get it how we ended up together, Aww. but you do like to be right. Um, I do. You, you're very good at liking to be right. I do like to be right. Yeah. Okay. On to the parenting. And then we have some ones that are just for funsies. On rough parenting days, pretend you're visiting from the future for one last time with your little one. So, okay. That oh, you're gonna, that's going to, that's going to make you cry. I know, but they confuse <laughs> me. But I was like, oh, I, I do like to appreciate if in 20 years, if I'm traveling back to this spot that I'm in from 20 years in the future, I would be psyched to go pick up kids from school and take them to practice and have that time in the car and make them dinner. Like I would be psyched to do that. So yeah, that would, that would make me cry. When your teens tell you something, stay neutral. It's hard for me, but I try. I think that's why my teen daughter feels very safe sharing things because mm -hmm. I'll hear something about, you know, she, she's good and she protects her friend's privacy and stuff, but she'll tell me something. And I'm like, oh, how'd that make you feel? Cool. Like, I'm just neutral, but inside I'm like, run. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? So, um, yeah, so that was good advice. I though. was wondering, because you were saying that you, you struggle with this and I'm realizing how you struggle with it. It's not having it, a reaction. It's from a position of love. You, when they tell you something, if someone has done them wrong or they yes. had a hardship in times, you A, want to do whatever you can to make that pain go away mm -hmm. and B, inflict pain on the person who yes. brought her that pain. Correct. Is that, is that what we're yes. leaning toward here? Yeah. Yeah. And not to go into detail, but like both of our kids have encountered bullying sort mm -hmm. of experiences and they've not been super duper severe, but enough that. I'd be like, hey, okay, how do you, uh, how how do you want to handle this? Are you just do you want advice or just need me to listen? And and I'm just trying to stay in calm and inside. I'm like, I'm gonna go on to the county website. I'm gonna find tax records, property records, find their homes, <laughs> egg their houses, slash their tires. Like yeah. we write at dawn. Yep. And I want to scream and yell, but I stay super neutral ish, ish. It's interesting. I do think that the most important word in that sentence is teens, because when your kids aren't big enough to 
defend for themselves, like I think that is almost the, that's the way that you went, and it may have been the right way to go. Like sometimes you do have to defend the honor yeah. of a small like of a smaller person, but when they're teens, I think the reason that's different is because you need to empower them to to be able to process it and handle it themselves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this next one is just for funsies, and I'm going to start with one uh, pen. I think you've learned the hard way: never trust a fart. <laughs> Did someone write that? Yes. Did you write that? I did not okay. write that. <laughs> Never trust yeah, a I, fart. Yeah, I pooped my pants at a Blockbuster video once because <laughs> I thought it was a fart and there were these two little gerbil pellets that came out because I was wearing <laughs> boxers and duck heads and Birkenstocks, by the way. Um, and because uh, I had had this thing called the Salty Dog, which they sell in Florida. It's a foot-long deep-fried hot dog and uh, it makes you um, just, it makes you poop your pants when you think you're going to fart. Never trust a fart. And then that blockbuster closed down like three weeks later. It was like that time of yeah. God, there weren't a lot of movies when I went there. There were it was very sad. Oh God, don't you miss a blockbuster? I kind of do. Like there was, you know what? I did a better job picking movies when I was at Blockbuster. I always picked the ones where there was like one left, or they were just putting it back. Like there was like that cart that returned yeah. the VHSs because those were the ones that you wanted. Yeah. Right. But if there was a wall that had like a thousand unrented movies, I never rented that. So it helped me choose. Yeah. You know, and then we were more intentional about watching them. Whereas now if we rent or, you know, push play on a movie, we're all kind of scattered in and out. We can watch it again tomorrow. It's no big deal. There was sort of an urgency behind watching it. Mm -hmm. But I just remember the smell. I mean, not the poop on the floor, but just like when you're walking in and sort of the anticipation. The cellophane. Of the of the movie and just the process. I mean, that was most of the fun. But I am so glad I don't live in a world where I have to return a movie anymore. Right. I was going to say, of the things that were prejudiced toward ADHD people, it was the return policy at Blockbuster Video. You had a day or two. Well, right? it also it became a multi-million dollar class action lawsuit because you would do a three-day rental, mm -hmm. and instead of just charging you a re-rental after three days, they charge you the full price of the rental every night you were late. Um. And I, on many occasions, I just was like, my life is too busy. I can't go back there was paying like $40, $50 in rental fees. This was like when I was working my job in Grand Junction and I did not have a free minute. I know this is shocking to you, but I never once was late to return and I always right. was kind and I always did the rewind. Yeah. You were going to try to say rewound, but then yeah, it wasn't going to rhyme. It didn't rhyme. <laughs> so I failed that. No, it, I really do think it was, it was, uh, it was bad business by them and it was really tough on people like me. Yeah. I mean, that would, if I'd pay 40 bucks for a movie, I would never rent from them again. Yeah. Okay. This next one, I honestly, I used this morning. It's just agree with stupid people. Okay. I'm worried because I was with you this morning. No, 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 no. There's somebody who made a really mean comment on Instagram. They oh, sent okay. us a mean message. Oh, okay. What did it say? I'm not, I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going to give put, me like the G rated. Version. I'm not even going to put that negativity into the world. And okay. I, it was just, they thought a video he did was really stupid. Okay. And they, they just thought like, you guys are so stupid. Okay. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, you're right. I agree with you. So oh, you actually wrote that back. I did. <laughs> and so like, I don't know. Hang on. Is that the spirit of this? No, but I think that sometimes <laughs> in this current environment, 
there are there are hills I will die on and things I will never agree with people on. And I will never do that. There, if you listen to this podcast, you know what they are. But there are sometimes people just say things. I, we were with somebody in December and they, they were like, yeah, if you move to California by January 1st, you have to have an electric car. They'll sue you. And I'm like, I know that's not true. I, I'm like, oh, wow. And I didn't agree, but I was like, wow. I didn't even try to correct anything. Just, just wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's crazy. So does this also include if, if they say something that's just factually incorrect? I struggle with it because you know I like to be right. I know. So I know. I feel like you would, if I said something that you thought was wrong, I don't think. You're, but you, you're not stupid. Thank you. So That's this true. is, yeah, it's, it's, there's people and you're just not going to convince them. Right. So, um, but again, there are some hills I'll die on and I would not let people get away with. And yeah. Anyway, moving on. How many hills? I'm wondering like, how many hills would you die on? Off the top of my head. I've got like five or six. Oh, I was going to say, I, I feel like I have two. You've got more than two. We can, you know what? Next, Next podcast, <laughs> all the, the hills, hills we will die on. That's a, can't wait to press play on that. <laughs> well, some of them are like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, like that. They, no, they can, I be, don't, no, they can I, be fun hills. No, I have no fun hills. We're going to get you some fun hills. There's like the hills are supposed to be sometimes fun that you can die on. Okay. Everybody get a hill. Yeah. Gather up. Exactly. <laughs> okay. This one, my mother told me, and then somebody typed in, travel the world before you get old. And my mom and I just had this talk last week because she's done a lot of traveling Mm -hmm. and she did it when she was about the age I am now right? and did a lot with her church traveling all over the place and loved it. And now she's like, I just, I don't feel like it. She loves her home. She just had a hip surgery. She loves quilting and playing the piano. And she's like, I'm good. I just like my little life and I don't, I don't need to anymore. And she's so glad she did at when she could get around more and be in uncomfortable bus seats and plane seats for long. So yeah, I like that advice and we're trying to follow it as much as we can. Yeah. I I mean, once you sports go away, see you later, everyone. I know. (laughs) We're going to find some way to do our job while riding in a Winnebago somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Okay. um, Take a vacation and don't feel guilty. I suck at this. I suck, suck of all the things that we've like all the things also our job doesn't help. Anybody's right? job doesn't And help. we, even though we have a great team that tells us, go have fun. We got it. We got you from here. There, it, there's just this, it's a machine that doesn't stop when you run your own business. And I think, I think other people who run their own business, even if they have people who help them out with it, this is the toughest thing to do. Yeah. And I think part of it for me is I put so much self-worth into productivity So if I have a really productive day, I view it as a good day and I need to relearn and deprogram my brain for that because just the simple act of unplugging is very hard for me. I feel very guilty when I take time off. So, well, we should work on that. It says it right here on the, on the page, take a vacation and don't feel guilty. Yeah. Do it. I love this one. Add water when upset. Drink water, take a bath, go swimming. Just add water to the equation and you're better. I love that. Drink water. Drink water or, or like, or go swimming or take a bath. What other water activities could we do? Uh, steam room. Oh, this has nothing oh, to do. Oh, the plunge. Oh, no. 
I love the plunge. I know. Look at you, plunge pool. What's your doctor say about the plunge pool? In the seven-page write-up they had about things I needed to change, there was nothing about a plunge pool. Penn is going to see a <laughs> functional medicine doctor that specializes in brain health and longevity. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we may talk. We may even do a special series of sorts uh, talking no, about. No, it's that's in the works. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, talking about all the process that Penn is going through right now. Yeah, I'm in it to win it until the plunge pool. But okay, this has nothing to do with motivation or words of advice. And it's actually might go a little dark. But I <laughs> why are you smiling and laughing? Then? Because I was on TikTok, okay. which I should have said, like I read it in the New Yorker or something. Do you know that there's a new type of cremation? There's obviously the fire cremation. There's yep. Yeah, and then there's there- water. That's not, I thought somebody, cremation meant burning or incinerating. I well, guess it doesn't. No. So there's, <laughs> there's somebody went around, it's called like aqua something and you go in and I think it's like these, there's like chemicals and water, but apparently it's supposed to be better for the environment because there isn't the gas release. What the f- no, I, there's like a picture of this thing. Oh, I didn't look, but I think I'd prefer that than fire cremation. An alkaline hydrolysis machine. Yeah, and I think you just, it's a water. And I like water more than I like fire. So that's what I want, if they have it. Okay, I'm going to read this to you, and I'm going to make sure you're okay with this. First of all, it looks like they're loading you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. People are not going to want to hear about this. No, it's very scientific. I know, but just. So you just described it, and I was going to read what it is. Okay, you can read what it is. People don't want to know about that. Okay, okay, you can read what it is. But you guys, um, if you don't want to listen to this, maybe skip ahead two minutes. Okay. So it looks like they're loading you into the chamber of a gun, but well, it's that's a, ver- what cremation a is. very large. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying this is bad. It's like a long, but it's a very steel tube. Yeah. The description I'm getting here from Smithsonian is during alkaline hydrolysis, a human body is sealed in a long stainless steel chamber while a heated solution of 95% water and 5% sodium hydroxide passes over and around it. In low temperature alkaline hydrolysis, the solution reaches a temperature just below boiling. Mm. The pro- so almost boiling. Oh, it's your boiling. Yeah. Mm. So it's like that lobster the parable. Okay. The process is performed at atmospheric pressure and the body is reduced over the course of 14 to 16 hours. So that's, mm. that's long. I thought it was like, I'd be yeah. like the little mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of are. And, okay. But then at some point it, it uh, tops 300 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So, okay. So, but here's, do you know why I want to get cremated? Hmm. Just in case, like when you die, like you're, you can still feel stuff. Like, I just want to get it over with. That's like a, like a very morbid way to think about it. But I just, I want it, like, I'm like, just get, get it over with. My body is not of any use anymore. You've taken all of the lungs that you need, hopefully, or whatever you guys need for science, which if I live to be 90 is going to be nothing. And then let's just shut it down, get those ashes, use them to plant a, a tree or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, if you're back and you fast forwarded two minutes. Uh, oh my gosh, it gets I, even grosser. I, no, 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 no. Please stop reading it. Please stop reading it. I now I'm unclear about my decision of <laughs> yeah. what I want to happen with my re- remains. Anyway, life is short and go chase some sunshine. It is sunny outside after two days of rain. So maybe I'll take our dog on a walk. Can yeah, it is sunny. Me? Want to come with me? I would love to. We still have some work to do. This is true. We do. But after that, I could do that. Okay. If we have time. What's your favorite life advice that you've ever had, Penn Holderness? I'd be honest. 
And it, I think I was told that before I left for college and it hit home when I got there and realized there were like a thousand ways to be dishonest about your past, your present and your future, because you didn't have a community around you anymore that kind of knew who you were. And you could, I guess part of it is fun because you could maybe reinvent yourself, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that I, I don't know that I was 100% honest to start. And then I, it, it kicked in to me that like, why am I not being true to myself? And why am I not being, hmm. uh, why am I trying to be someone who I'm not? And that only, that probably took a uh, three weeks while I was at school. You were and, trying to pretend that you were super cool in high school. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. No, not well, a little bit of that. And then I quickly realized that everyone just prefers honesty. And sometimes people really like it when your life isn't, perfect and awesome yeah it's kind of nice to be around someone who's not like that yeah be vulnerable okay well thank you very much for listening i hope in the throes of maysember these words of advice from our community were helpful to you i'm gonna end with the last sentence for what happens during alkaline hydraulic no no no. okay okay i love you love you babe Bye. bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.